Yes sir, 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 No. We're live. Y'all are on. And this is Boss. That's what's podcast. Yes, welcome to Ball Sports Podcast. It's a podcast with balls about balls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we are your hosts. Yo. I'm Buddha. Yo. Dylan. 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 You already know who this is. This is Nels, aka Big Facts and Full of Facts. He yeah. All right, episode. (laughs) What you gotta admit? You gotta admit (laughs) this intro is better than what I was doing before. With the at least this is a little more entertaining. At least this one. At least this one. Like you know, it's it's appealing to the ear. Not as cringy. It's not as obnoxious. I give you that. See, come on. Now I worked on it. I listened to what you guys had to say. I took it in effect and then I I you know, I made some changes for you guys. For you guys cuz you is my guys. Episode 152, how we doing? Hey, y'all going to stop trying me. How bro. we living? <laughs> hey, no, hell no. No, no, no. Bump that. No, no, no. You going to stop hey, 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 real talk. Hey, hey, real talk, bit all. Hey, real talk. Real talk. I'm going to let you know this is the last episode I'm going to say something and you just going to be like, "Yeah, episode 151." Like, or episode 151. You're not doing that no more cuz straight up. And that's cuz C U A Z cuz don't do it. Don't you, don't you. <laughs> so, anyways. <laughs> how, how we doing, y'all best? Everybody good? Living good, living great? <laughs> Bet. Well, you know, let's get let's get right down to the, the nitty gritty of what's going on in the world. Uh, now, is you okay over there? You seem a little, seem a little hurt. I know the people can't see you right now, but you look a little hurt. Nope, no nothing to say. All right, sounds good. So UFC 252 is this weekend. Um, it's going to be a big pay per view. There's only really a few notable uh, fights on this card, but they are important. Um, let's see, three of the fights on the main card. We have a heavyweight fight between Junior Dos Santos and Jair Rosenstruck. Um, your oh, co-main is still fighting. What the fuck. What happened? <laughs> old ass nigga, though. Nigga, old as shit, bro. He, he is a little old. Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah, but I mean, he's he still. Of, nigga, part of it. Nigga, part of the attitude era. Yeah. <laughs> He's part of the UFC isn't attitude isn't era. His record some, isn't his record some crazy like 36 and 15 or some, some no, record? It's 20, like 21 and 7. The man part of the Chris Lieben Rashad. He's 21 and 7. So which. He's, so 30, which he's 36. So he's not super. Which old. fighter? Which fighter is the fighter that's got some ridiculous record, like forty and fifteen or something man, like that? Is that Overeem? The man part Possibly. of the Chris Lieben era. I mean, oh he'd been he'd been around for a little bit, but he probably started really young because he's not super old as far as fighting. He's been goes. around since the first Ultimate Fighter, bro. That's not that's not true. It, that's actually true. It, it might be. It true. is. I mean, it shit, but true. Daniel Cormier is older than him by four years. 
or five Dude, years. That's right. Listen, Overeem is forty six and eighteen. Yeah, that's a lot of fights, bro. <laughs> that's. Cr- and how old is Overeem though? Overeem's not that old either. I don't think he's in his thirties. Yeah, but a lot of the, y'all gotta, gotta also remember a lot of these fights don't be UFC fights. These some of these fights they be adding to their yeah. It's their prof- it's their shit. professional. It's yeah. It's, it's their oh, no, no, entire no, no. professional. Absolutely, record. No, I get that. But those Santos, I get that because he also had, he's also ten and four in kickboxing. Those Santos been in his business, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> You ain't gonna let this go, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Even it's just Paris's red page and BJ Penn was team cat. Oh, all right, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut the fuck up. Jimmy and I here since, since motherfucking Randy Couture and Chris. Oh, <laughs> oh, but, been, oh but Dos Santos. No, Santos has been a um, he's been a heavyweight champion though. Yeah, since Chuck Lid- yes, when Chuck Liddell had a right hand, he could still throw. Listen, bro, shut <laughs> up. This was in 2012. Stop being an ass. He's oh, lost quite a few eight years ago. So he started he started his his career pretty much. His first loss was he went five and one against the Huntington until- Beach Bad Boy. He lost back when Stop he was it. like 20, but no, that's a different weight class. Yo, Kim Ferreira. <laughs> But um, he went to all the way to like fifteen and one, and yeah. ever since then he's Yo. been. Judo just said this about big He's starting to trail off for sure. He's six. It's he's six and seven. I just have to say, if you would have been like, that's six, like that's no different than you been so like. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I think that he's been losing a lot more than he's been winning. Because you're supposed to right, even though it's already. like twenty one, even though it's like twenty one and seven, right, right, which is which is commendable. We're sitting here thinking like more association with losing, even though this man really started fifteen and one, and was considered needed, one of the baddest dudes in the planet. He should have stopped. Like everybody did. Everybody uh, didn't see BJ Penn out there fighting anymore. You don't see Minotaro uh, no girl. You don't see Minotaro uh, no Guerra out there. Yes, you do. No Guerra just fought a couple months ago. Yeah, wasn't it Bellator? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, they can go back to see. He, at least he took a downgrade. Yeah, because Rampage is still fighting is, in Bellator. Is, is Bellator really a downgrade, though? I yes. think money-wise it is. Yes. No? Well, yes. Period. Yes, it is. You think so? Yes. Yes. Okay. It's, it's, it's TNA. Like it's, it's G League. G League it's, it's, it's TNA, basically. I follow it. Yeah. I hear y'all. Um, yeah, you know, that's what the old niggas do. You feel me? Facts. Oh yeah, yeah. Down. Once they age out, once they age out of the UFC, they transition over to Bellator. Cause you can go get your ass beat in Bellator, and nobody knew. Facts. <laughs> That's facts. And still collect paychecks because of your name. <laughs> come get your ass beaten in the UFC. Come tarnish your little your little name. <laughs> That's why Rampage right, let, let, his ass over there. Rampage would be damned if he let his ass come to UFC and get knocked out three times straight. That's facts. That's facts. All right, let's move on from from the heavyweight fight. Um, the co-main event is a bantamweight fight. Between Sean O'Malley and Marlon Vera. Sean O'Malley is the guy a couple months ago. He had that walk-off knockout where he just hit Buddy. And then as Buddy was just falling, like he kind of just walked away. He, yeah, he had that, that, that one-hitter quitter that. on okay. Buddy. Oh, you yeah, said that, you sure these are the guys that's that. fighting? Because, you know, you said, I thought you was going to say Clay Guida versus somebody. Bitch. Shut up, bro. <laughs> Yo, you're eventually you're going to You sure it ain't uh, Clay Guida? <laughs> but anyways, the the main event the main event of the night is for the heavyweight title, and it's uh, Stipe Miocic defending his title against Daniel Cormier. This will be Cormier's last fight. He has said multiple times, "This is Please. it for him. This is the trilogy fight between the two. Uh, they each have one win against each other." How many uh, times he fought Dan uh, 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 on John Jones? 
twice. So that's what I was going to... Well, here's what I was going to say. Is uh, Dana White has said whoever wins this fight is going to be offered a big money fight against Jon Jones. Jon Jones would be moving up to heavyweight and it'd be a big money fight between the two. Um, I personally, if Cormier wins, I don't see him taking that fight. I see him retiring with the title and kind of just going out like that to get, he because to get he's not up. trying to take a third loss to John Jones and he will he ain't trying to get folded <laughs> I don't I don't think this is something that DC would want to do because you know you got to look at the legacy of it of everything if he wins this title and retires you know as king of the mountain basically it's one thing but you take this fight with John Jones you end up getting put on your back again for the third time because now you got a heavier John Jones who He'll be fighting at his walking around weight. Yeah, that so that, I, that fighting that fighting <laughs> at your walking around weight is a different. That's a different beast, bro. bro. That is a different beast, for sure. Because we've seen like Jones not only has the technique, he has the power. He can wrestle with you if you want to wrestle. He'll put your lights out if you want to stand up with him. Like he's he's just a mismatch overall for for DC. So I just don't think it'd be it'd be smart on his right. part. Right, I agree. To, I agree, that. but I mean, again, that money, that money's gonna be big. So, you know, they say everybody got a price. Maybe, maybe we'll see if Cormier's price is high enough if he does win, though. Because I mean, I don't know who's the favorite to win, but I, I mean, I'd be kind of leaning more or less towards Stipe to be real with you. Stipe is favored to win. Um, the one thing that DC did say, though, he said fans might not be happy with the fight because he doesn't plan on making the same mistake he did last time, where he tried to stand up with Stipe. He's planning on right. wrestling. Which this time. I mean, yeah, that's what he should have done so, prior to. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's that that's his strength. You know, he got his ass knocked out last mm-hmm. time, so he's 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 going to be looking to wrestle. He said. So you know how fans get when it's a it's a uh, majority mat based uh, right. fight. Right. Right. Exactly. But there's not going to yeah. be anybody in the crowd booing. There's nobody in the crowd booing, so I guess nobody really fucking cares. So who knows? But should be should be a fun night anyway because. Uh, UFC has been doing a good job during this pandemic of putting together these uh, these cards that are pretty entertaining, top to bottom. So can't really can't really argue with that. Dylan, do you uh, have any takes on on that on how old DC is potentially? Nah, but that old sucker got it, bro. Go ahead, you okay. Fight. All right, sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. Bro, what is he? Why is All he right. still but talking no, that- about old suckers, man? Stop making fun of people their age, bro. <laughs> Bro, Buddha's the one who mentioned that man age, not me, bro. All I said is that old sucker got it, bro. bro. <laughs> oh man, terrible. All right, but yeah, that's all. That's all I got as far as UFC goes. If you want, I can transition over to WWE yeah, real let's quick. Do that. There's one thing I just wanted to mention with that. Um, so there's a new stable uh, that is wreaking havoc on WWE, and yes, I'm saying that sarcastically. Um, called Retribution. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far, not impressed at all. It, to me, it looks like a a third version of the Nexus. Because if you guys remember, we had Nexus, and then we had like the Core, which was also people that were in the original Nexus. Right, I remember that. Yeah. So like, so basically, these guys are walking around wearing ski masks so you can't see their face and they're tearing up the ring they're spray painting 
uh, shit on the plexiglass. They're like using a chainsaw to cut the ropes. Ooh, like they're <laughs> using it's straight, chainsaws but like, to cut the ropes. That's yeah, lame. but like honestly, like the way they're doing it, it's like it's still not as impactful as when Nexus showed up and started wreaking havoc, or even when the right. Shield first debuted and started like tearing right. shit up, like. These guys, and it looks like there's a couple women there too. Like, like yeah, it was kind of cool on SmackDown. They they beat up all the the wrestlers that were surrounding. Uh, that you know how they have like the NXT people in the yes, audience. Yes, I remember. Yeah, like they kind of like went through and were beating up some of them and stuff. And like okay, but from what I'm seeing and hearing in reports and stuff, like the people that they've been showing are not the people that are in the actual group. Are you serious? Yeah. So, like, you're seeing these, like, smaller people, and, like, there's word that one of the people could be Dominic Dijakovic from uh, NXT, and he's big. He's, like, 6'8". So, like, what, he's all of a sudden, <laughs> they're just going to have this big, tall guy? Like, everyone on there looks like they're under six foot. Not gonna so, lie. Why are they, so, why are they so, having stunt doubles do all these things? I don't know, bro. I don't know. And it's not even that they're stunt doubles, because they're not doing anything. Like, there was one thing they cut to outside and there's a car uh tipped upside down but you can tell like it was like gently placed upside down like and like they're like hitting it but they're like gently hitting it not to like do any real damage to the car itself like it's i don't know bro like i'm i'm unimpressed they're messing with the electronics and stuff so when people are cutting promos their mics are going out or the lights will dim and then come back up you know during matches it's like ooh retribution but like <laughs> they haven't done anything that I've been like alright bet it's about to be a force to be reckoned with you feel me they just sound aggy and like they are bro and they've been on both Raw and Smackdown but they've yet to reveal who they are they've I don't know bro it, it just it sounds like a Vince idea gone wrong but yeah, and the name Retribution, like, it kind of scares me to think that it's either going to be some people that were fired coming back, or it's going to be some people that are, like, on the lower card that just don't get no TV when time. When keeping it Vince and, like, goes wrong. And I'm just trying to think of names that it could possibly be, and I'm just like, ugh. Like, none of the, none, nobody that it could be really sounds attractive, bro. Like, <laughs> Well, who do, you, who do you have on your list? I don't fucking know, That's bro. Because, like, a lot of the... the a lot of the bigger names have signed elsewhere. You know, like, it's not Gallows and Anderson. They signed to TNA. Heath Slater signed to TNA. EC3 went back to TNA. Uh, Kurt Hawkins went to TNA. Uh, Zack Ryder went to AEW. Like, it, it, there's... None of the bigger names or more notable names that were released are available still. I mean, maybe Rusev, but I think Rusev is elsewhere now. But he just hasn't announced yet what he's doing. I don't know, bro. Like, it's just... And when I think about people that are on the lower card that aren't even getting TV time, there's not even any relevant people I could think of enough that it would be. Because it's not Sami Zayn or Bobby Roode or anything like that because they're still in Canada because they're taking time away during the pandemic and everything. So I know it's not them. You know it's not Roman Reigns. So, like, I... All right. I mean, I have, I have like, insider knowledge on who one of those guys might be. And, uh, you know, okay. it pains me to say, right. and I hope that I don't get in any kind of trouble for it, but it's, it's me. It's me. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen. So, 
How y'all boys doing? How we living? We good? We great? All right. I bet. Can't wait till y'all see me come. <laughs> Can't wait till y'all see me come from behind this mask and be like, "Told y'all, I told y'all." Well, nobody, at least from what I've seen, nobody appears to be African American because everybody has their hands out and stuff, and everybody yeah, looks white. I mean, so, you know, nothing uh, a little body paint, some makeup can't fix. Bitch, you know what I'm saying? Right. Just be on the lookout, bro. <sighs> My debut coming up soon, man. Yeah, so I don't know when they're going to be unmasked or not. I don't know if it's going to be at SummerSlam next weekend or what, but I, I don't Bro, know. It's, it's clearly not, Hogan From what I've seen, not Nash. impressed at all. Shut up, bro. Hall can't even walk anymore, so I don't even know, like, where the fuck you getting that? It's their kids. It's the rebirth of NWO. NWOJR. You're annoying. You're annoying. Oh, and I do just want to give a quick shout out in case y'all didn't see it. Dominic Mysterio got lit the fuck up by Seth Rollins on Monday Night Raw. Um, I don't know if it was like his induction to WWE, like on some, hey, you know, you haven't technically paid your dues because you haven't gone through developmental and all this stuff, and you're kind of being ushered in because you're Rey Mysterio's jit, but like, you need to earn your spot. So, uh, Seth Rollins went in on this man with a kendo stick and left this man bruised, like, all over. Like, uh, watching that shit, I was like, God, that boy lean, in real bro. Quick. Hey, bro, listen. Yeah, that man, like, he had them dark hey, listen, bruises Hey, listen, you gotta get jumped body. in, cuz. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. Blood in, blood out. Yeah. Cause they was hitting him, and then like they they took his shirt off him and just started flop flop. They 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 uh, locked his arms into the rope so he couldn't defend himself, and they were just going across yeah. his chest, his hate. stomach, bro, his back. Like they was just lighting him, his and ass. And so then Rey Mysterio was just like watching. It was just like I bet that up. Rey Mysterio is not there because remember he got oh, his eye taken lit. out, <laughs> quote unquote. So Seth, so Seth was pretty much his uh, his DP. Yeah, because at SummerSlam it's going to be Dominic versus Seth in a hardcore Ooh. match. Um, I mean, does he does Dominic yeah. actually look like a suitable wrestler to you though? He's been able to do some shit in the ring. Like he can do the six one nine. He looks pretty agile. He looks like a taller version. I mean, he's he's obviously taller than his dad, but he looks to be about like you know six one six two. So he's got decent size to him. Um, I think he either needs to wear a mask or grow some facial hair because he has—he kind of has too much of a baby face, well, kind of like his dad. Um, yeah, yeah, it's hard to really kind of be like, all right, all right bro. bro, Dominic about <laughs> to put hands on niggas. No, yeah. like when he, oh, when he gets Dominic, talking think, trash, you're just like, really, really. That's that's what you're right. about to do. You're about to hurt right. somebody. Because I think, because I think he's like, I think he's like 22 or 23, but like he really, he looks like he's 16. I mean, he's got a—he's really got a baby face. So he either needs to grow some facial hair or wear a mask like his dad or something, um, just to kind of be more believable, I guess. But as far as in ring goes, we've seen glimpses here and there. This will be his first go in a match, and I think him being with somebody like Seth Rollins will be good because we know Seth Rollins can make anybody look great. Um, yeah. So I—I I mean, I think this will be an entertaining match if nothing else because it is a hardcore match so you kind of can just let 
shit happen and it, <laughs> nothing really matters because you can always introduce weapons and that immediately tends to make things a little bit better <laughs> if it's not the best technical match. Uh, plus, Samoa Joe has slightly been getting involved recently. Not physically, because I don't know if he's medically clear to yet, but if it if it's any indication, it seems like he might be getting close to being physically cleared to wrestle again, which is great because I miss Samoa Joe. I think Samoa Joe is just one of those guys, like, on the mic, he's probably top two or three in the business. In shit, probably in wrestling in general. And, I mean, whether you have him, he's kind of been playing a face role. So he, he, whether you have him as just a badass face who kind of just wrecks shop anytime he steps in the ring or have him be the heel that isn't one of those scary heels that runs from a fight but is just out here to just collect names, basically, um, I'll be happy to have Samoa Joe back. Cause oh, you miss he's, him. He's one of the best in the business. I, no, I do miss Samoa Joe. He's one of those guys, face or heel, like... I mean, he's obviously better as a heel just because he kind of has that guttural tone to his voice already and and shit. But he's, I mean, he's great. So I was happy when he eventually came to WWE. So I hope I hope he's cleared soon. We hope so too, bro. Just for you, we hope so too. So you can like you know, be happy again since you miss Samoa Joe so much. You know. Facts. Um, oh, <clears throat> and uh, Randy Orton punted uh, Ric Flair. <laughs> That's not funny. So Randy Orton, that's Randy Orton continuing to be the continuing to be the best heel in WWE right now, like knocking it out of the park. I don't know what has been going on, but ever since he's been on this little run for the past year or so, like ever since like the whole rivalry with Edge started this shit, like it's he's been fucking perfect. His promos have been the best Randy Orton promos I've seen in a long time. Like I don't know if it's just him actually caring about what's going on, but like dude's fucking killing it. So, yeah. Yo. <laughs> I don't know why the he's fuck doing that, doing that car that, startup <laughs> laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't starting. No, nah, but listen, I, I say this. I, I've been saying this for years. I really do think that Orton is top three, like, heels of all time to me. Um, and, and I'm not yeah. saying that. I'm not saying that to, like you know, boost anything up or even try to start a discussion because I feel there is none. I I would almost want to put him number one. It's es- just especially since you're saying sorry and sorry yeah. to cut you off, you can continue, but especially since you're saying best heels. Yeah. Not best overall no, no, wrestler heel, period. Like heel. no no heel. best heels. And and I can't Ooh. even and here's my thing, like I can't even say like villain because in my honest opinion, I don't think you have to be necessarily a heel to be a villain. I feel like when Shawn Michaels, in a couple of times when he's dealt with like legends, he's been the villain, um, even though he never really comes across as a heel. Um, and, and you know, Shawn is, is one of my favorite wrestlers all the time. The heartbreak kid, about, the stab break yeah. kid. Yeah, he, he's, he's one, I mean, he's my favorite wrestler of all time. One of the things that I thought Mr. completely, completely off topic, but one of the things I thought was funny and it never registered until I read about it. So apparently, I think it might have been WrestleMania or SummerSlam, but he was fighting Hulk Hogan and he was supposed to get over on Hulk Hogan. And Hogan, like last minute, was like, nah, like that can't happen. So Vince was like, of course. Um, and it was like, all right, Hogan's going to have to win this one. So, like, the whole fight. Shawn Michaels is like completely over exaggerating oh. every single hit 
that Hulk Hogan is doing. And he and in the process, he's not allowing Hulk Hogan to get his spots. So, like, people who right. know, like, the, the business and stuff, like, they get a kick <laughs> out of it. And a lot of people didn't realize, like, when Hulk Hogan is, like, doing all the extra shenanigans, like, he's legitimately upset. Like, he's, he's actually really mad. Like, there's even one point in time right. where he, like, throws him against the uh, against the turnbuckle. And I guess it's supposed to be one of those times where he, like, chops him or whatever. And, like, Shawn Michaels does this completely just absurd backflip over the whole thing and falls over the yeah, ring. Vintage song. As Hogan looking stupid. Oh, yeah. Say again? Yeah, it's no, but vintage, it was even it was even more so. Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Yeah, but he was, like, going OD. And it was one of those things where... I, I, in in the business, they call somebody trying to control the book. Yeah, basically, like they're trying to control all the booking for for everything that they do. And I mean, yeah, no, Hogan's notorious for doing that. Uh, he was notorious for doing that in WCW. Him and Kevin Nash kind of controlled the book for the entire show instead of just what they had going on. And they kind of, I mean, as you can see, that's why kind of WCW uh, went down the drain towards the end where like everybody was joining NWO they started having NWO pay-per-views because like it became a shit show because it was just these guys trying to get themselves right. over and so like yeah. you know so so I could easily see Sean being that guy being like so hey, right so in that. those things I saw him as a villain I thought that Brock Lesnar had a good chance this second run was okay yes, but sure. the first yes. one when he went ham on Hulk Hogan and had his blood in his hand and then like smeared it on his chest I wish WWE would have went deeper with that. Because I was like, mm. oh, he could make a really good heel if you allow him to flourish. I thought Eddie Guerrero was a really good heel. I don't think they allowed yes. him enough of an opportunity to do heel his way, which I think ultimately kind of led to his detriment. I want to get into all that, but I do think they didn't let Eddie become a heel in his way. When he was doing that, we lie, we cheat, we still tidbit. Um they allowed for that to become a face thing, but they should have kept it where it was in the beginning with a heel. I think Kurt Angle's a bomb-ass heel, personally. Um, but at, at the end of the yeah. day, like I can't think of too many guys that I would put over Randy Orton. Like when Randy Orton, I feel like when Randy Orton is a heel, it almost that momentum kind of goes over to the rest of the show, right? Because he's so high yeah. energy with it, and a lot of times when he's heel. He'll there's more there's there's times where he'll start off the show, right? And he'll have his monologues and he'll have his time to say stuff or do whatever. And it's like, bro, how do you refuse that energy, right? He's so good at it, yeah. right? Like the voices in his head and him doing the whole like, you know what I mean? Oh, like it's it's, it's yeah, magnetic. It's, 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 it's really it's good. Magnetic. It's really good People work. are like, yeah. dog. He does like, he does phenomenal yeah. work like that. I think that's and, why him and Cena were so good. Cause Cena is like your prototypical on, face. Uh, and mm -hmm. Orton is like your prototypical heel. So when them two get in the ring, it was like they yeah, brought the best out of each other. Yeah. yeah, and it, and honestly, and that's what Orton's been doing recently. He's been bringing the best, especially with promos. Like Ric Flair gave probably the best promo he has in twenty years um, on Raw. Like because Randy Orton was going in talking about him being in a coma, like talking about all this shit that like all the health shit that Ric Flair's been and like. It got real, <laughs> even though obviously it was all for storyline purposes. But like Randy Orton makes you feel like that shit. Yeah, yeah, real, yeah. The bro. way he talks like, to you, the he way really he comes across. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. bro. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to stay on that too long. I just wanted to mention that to shout him out because I. I hope he wins this title match at SummerSlam next week. But we'll talk about SummerSlam next week, uh, and we can. Yeah, we can transition off. Okay, of speaking of transition, we're going to transition to Hard Knocks and the NFL. 
Um, I, I've yet to see the I've yet no. to see the first episode. Um, haven't really had the opportunity to, no. but I know Booty, you have. You've been a hard knocks guy no. since we've started this this uh, this podcast yes. journey. So it would be right for you to get so, us through it again. So I I will say it was a little hard for me to watch the episode because um, I wasn't able to watch it live and HBO be fucking up now because you can no longer use HBO Go. That's how I always watch HBO shows because now they have their HBO. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like I was able to find uh, the episode elsewhere. So for those who don't know, this season of Hard Knocks, they went back to Los Angeles and they're covering two teams for the first time, the Chargers and the Rams, since they're sharing a stadium and all that kind of shit. Um, What... Beyond whatever the episode covered, the biggest thing that kind of stuck out to me with this first episode was all the protocols that had to be put in place because of COVID. And like, they showed you all of that. They showed you the players coming in, them getting tested every day, the shit being stuck up their nose, all that shit. Every day they had to get tested. They had to get blood work their first time getting tested to to check for antibodies and stuff. Um, All the rooms... They had to make sure any of the meeting rooms, everything was situated six feet apart. So, like, nobody was sitting in the first four rows because, you know, the coach speaking out and yelling and stuff like that. They didn't want to take the chance of that. So, even that, you have individual chairs every six feet. You got to, like, okay, do we have enough room? We have to add X many tables and rows and stuff like that. Uh, Fucking the Rams at their training facility, because they have all these extra practice fields, they put this giant tent. Like one of those big white tents. You know how like FAU when they have like Family Fest or whatever, they'll have like those giant white tents for mm-hmm. people getting their food and shit like that. Any any of those big giant white event tents. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Um, so they have one of those set up for their meetings because they conduct all their meetings outside. Uh, you know to help not spread the virus and stuff like that. And just saying like, okay, when we run pack practice, we're gonna have two different squads at two different fields going in two different directions and like like all the planning that went into it it was just kind of crazy man and like stressful because you're trying like they can't even get into football because they're trying to figure out all these different things okay how are we going to do this in our locker room we have to have these big projection things as separators in between each locker and we can't have anybody in the lockers immediately next to them they got to go another locker down and stuff so we got to make these extra lockers you know, so we have more room and stuff like that. Like it's it's nuts, bro. I mean, but it it, it goes the, the it goes to show you why it. I think a lot of these guys opted out. Because you know, at the end of the day, it's yeah. like I'm gonna go through all of this. I'm not in the best of shape. You know what I'm saying? Not even best in the shape, like physically. Like I'm I'm whooped from last year, right? Especially if your team had yeah. a deep run. Like I'm going through all this stress. I'm going through all this anxiety. You know what, bro? Like I just take this year off. Just just come in my little check. I make it work. You know what I'm saying? Now, when I say little, I know it's it's, it's not right. little to us, but I mean it's it's little to them. It's, it's for for some guys, it's, yeah. it's a couple of games of a check. You know what I mean? So I think what yeah. it is too is that it, it gives a sense of reality. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, at the end of the day, I, I, I don't want to be this person, right? Because I think a lot of times, and these these are the things I love about sports, and you guys know this because I personally tell you about it. I think like the the psychology of sports is something that we fall in love with, and, and that's why we like mm-hmm. sports in general. We love the whole like you know, will the champion succeed? Will the underdog make it? Will the villain win? Will the villain lose to the you know to the to the 
to the fan favorite or whatever the case may be. But, you know, like, in the same essences, you know, a lot of us are like, oh, like, what's the big deal about sports or sports shouldn't even be going on or whatever. But you got to realize for some of these guys, it's their livelihood. It's all they know. And, you know, not for nothing, they're kind of low-key making a sacrifice for our entertainment. Like, yeah, they might be making way more money than us, but they make money because of us. So, like, to see right. what they're going through and to see that that whole thing break down, I think it's an eye-opener. Like, look, like, these guys are going through yeah. it like we're going through it, and they're probably going through it more because they're getting tested every day. Yeah, and and that I guess that testing every day is going to continue until September yeah, 5th, bro. which is and- the week of the first week. So, um, what, what's also interesting was we're... Because they still can't have full contact, they can. They're only allowed to do walkthroughs, so they're not allowed to put on pads and stuff yet. And you know, we're less than a month away. And you know, the Chargers on the first episode, they've already started making cuts, which is kind of unheard of this early on in training camp. But they've already started making cuts because they don't have enough time to be able to see everybody that they want to see. So some bro, people that you, they know, like, it's, like, it's hey, like, we gotta let you go. Like one of the tight ends. No, no, you got, you got to finish, finish your statement. I was gonna say one of the tight ends, like he got called into the office, and like the assistant coach before he even went into, you know, uh, Anthony Lynn's office, he was like, "Is, am I here for what I think I'm here for?" And the assistant coach is like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Are you fucking mm-hmm. kidding me?" And he goes into coach's office, and and Anthony Lynn was like, "Listen, man, you know, because of everything going on, like we kind of, we've seen all we need to see right now, you know." But we kind of need to bring other people. We need to get as many eyes on people as possible. And dude's like, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, I work, I busted my ass. I've worked, uh, like, I've done this and that. Like, I've gotten, I've gotten bigger. Like, you guys asked me to, and this, that, whatever. And they're like, look. He's like, what you got to understand is this season, there's going to be a lot of people dropping because of COVID and stuff like that. So, like, you already know our system. You already know this, that, whatever. Like, if you're not on another team... You'll probably be bullshit, man. That's fucking bullshit, man. Yeah, and that's pretty much what it was at first. But he's trying to tell him, like, look, you got to understand, this is just the way of the of the beast. I mean, you you know, in the same essence too, though, he's kind of got to read in between the lines. Also, you know, like it sucks, but you know, I think what really, again, what we were saying before, when someone gets cut, right? And and I think again, when you talk about the whole, you know, psychological breakdown of sports. You're getting fired. There's no yeah. checks. Because even when you're, like, doing, like, those training camps and stuff like that, there's still there's still some money being sent your way. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. he's getting cut. And some people be like, oh, it's not a big deal. Like, he'll get brought right back on the team. Yeah, but you don't know what those three weeks, those four weeks, those five weeks, those six weeks, the two months, two months and a half looks like for somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you don't know what it is. What if that person isn't even from L.A.? So now you right. got to go back to the yeah. crib and wait for a phone call to come back over to L.A. again? Or do you... You got to stay in right. shape. You got to stay in shape. Or do you stay in L.A.? Stay in Is there a shape. teammate that you're cool with that'll be like, all right, bro, like you can crash at my crib till you figure out the situation? Like, are you cool with anybody on the team like that yeah. to do something of those nature? Because that, if again... And they're probably not allowed exactly. to. Exactly. With right? protocols. So, yeah. and, that, and, that's, and that was... Uh, that was the Chargers' standpoint. It was like, look, less people here means less chance the virus yeah. spreads. 
so I get I get both sides, man. And it's like fuck, bro. Like it's just it's just interesting how different they got to look at things. And they but, and, and I mean, honestly, that was really all they, I talk they about. probably have to pay attention to that because they're on TV. And I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but um, you know, in the college world, um, you know, two of the conferences they they stopped uh, all sports for COVID, which I think is the Big Ten and the Pac-12. Um, however, the mm-hmm. ACC, SEC, they're still going strong. Big 12, I'm not sure exactly what they're going to do. But um, they, they're they starting to lose athletes because the athletes don't feel like they're being protected. Like Florida State just had three players kind of just clear. And they were like, they lied to us about safety and protocol. And he's like, it doesn't even feel like they care about it. They just care about their own pockets and their future. So, you know, the Listen, NFL's got to call this. A couple, I called this a couple months ago. Ain't gonna be no college football. That's it's gonna be tough, you. bro. That was my hot take a couple you months ago. You wanna know what's gonna make it? You wanna know what's gonna, gonna make it even tougher? Right. Did All you right. hear what happened at East Carolina? So it's mm-hmm. moving week for a lot of schools this week, and um, East oh, Carolina yeah. had their move in, and they had some party off campus. And guess how many students was at this party? Take a oh, guess. God. Give me a number. One hundred and thirty-eight. Higher. Bitch. Uh, Dylan, you guess. Three hundred. Higher. What? Four hundred kids, bro. At least. You understand what I'm saying? So, like, when you're looking at a situation like that, bro, you know there were football players there, bro. Oh, oh come on now. Cause there was cause there was come females on, there. That's the that's the reason why college football won't happen right there because it's young kids who happen. aren't gonna social distance, who feel like they can get away with some stuff. If any if there's anything that's gonna stop college football, it's that. It's that yeah. right there. I bro, I'm telling you, man. But um the as far as as far as the NFL goes, like I think they're kind of doing a good job so far. Uh, it looks like uh, I think less than one percent of players have tested positive so far since they've been doing tests every day. So that's good. That's a good sign um, that players are kind of doing what they're supposed to be doing. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to the season. Oh, Jalen Ramsey walked out of a media interview, which was funny. He and I don't blame him for it at all. Uh, they asked him about his contract status because he's still playing under his rookie contract and he's about due for. For a contract extension and it hasn't been done yet and when he was asked about it he was like look my agent and the front officer handling that and then someone else was like well okay you say that but what if uh this he's like look y'all y'all need to respect my answer when i say that my agent and the front officer handling that that's what that means like i don't appreciate y'all sitting here asking for asking the same question different ways hoping to get a different answer out of me my answer is my answer you guys need to need to accept it respect it and move on and he walked out of the zoom uh media interview and then i guess a couple of the pr people from the rams talked to him and he came back in and he was like look guys i fucks with y'all but you got to understand where i'm coming from when i say i'm focused on football and my agent and the front officer handling that that's just what it is. I don't want to hear no more questions about it because when the contract gets done, it gets done. If it doesn't, it, get, it doesn't. This is out of my control. So I was like, all right, talk your you shit, No, but what, what it is, too, is, you know... Stop walking off I like little at, bitches, though. I think at the end of the day, you know, Jalen is in a very, you know, he's in a very interesting... I feel you, Dylan, but... We know, we know that Sasquatch. You know, but the thing... But the thing just to come back. 
<laughs> this is true. But they told him, they, I'm pretty sure they told him to come back for the same reason that he's really concerned about his contract issues is because he's a good player on the field, very streaky, but usually he's on a good streak. He plays really well. But, you know, his, his attitude is a problem. It is. You know what I'm saying? And, like, honestly, Jalen Ramsey back in the day wouldn't have answered it's between my agents and and the front my agent and the front office. You know he would have said something slick because that's what he did in the past. Yeah. And because he would have said something slick, I kind of liken Jalen Ramsey to, like, a Draymond Green or a Kevin Durant, right? These guys are trying to not say particular things, but, you know, you can goad them. You can ask questions. You can change the verbiage to push them. Jalen Ramsey wasn't going to take that, so he left trying to, you know, avoid all of that. I just got here. And, right, and, and, and exactly. <laughs> y'all already, exactly. Trying, to, y'all like, already bro, trying to get me to be out here wilding, and I just fucking got here. Like Literally, literally, like I did. Uh, I just got here, for real. Because he was cause he was quiet last yeah, year. Just got, yeah. Like, like he, he had a good, bro, he had a solid dudes, year. Uh, well, whenever he got traded, because he got traded like uh, it wasn't Most, midway through the I'll year, you, but it was like early I'll tell you on. One the first thing about a lot of these dudes, weeks. a lot of these, no matter who it is, you don't just get up on the team and go to acting loud. You don't just. I feel like these attitudes don't really matter nah, for most yeah, teams yeah. as long as you got your lifetime achievement badge and you're able to talk your shit now. Like, but you gotta right. be able to so, earn that reputation for a team. You can't just you can't just expect somebody to just be on the team and already just start being outlandish and just talking out his side of his mouth like like he don't know his situation like he doesn't know that he's still on his rookie contract like right be and, a worse and, and, and because to do is run his mouth exactly and because of that they probably told him look we understand that you're annoyed and you don't want to be there but honestly bro if you want to look like a front office player like just go back there and just finish the just finish the interview you know what they're trying to get you to do i mean shoot freaking draymond just got um in trouble for tampering, because they asked him about Devin Booker's situation in Phoenix, and he was like, I think Devin Booker should leave Phoenix. And even after he was done saying what he said, Ernie Johnson was like, is that tampering? And then Draymond was like, it yes, might be. I'll be setting these dudes up. That's that's I'll bullshit. They, this man up that's what question. I'm saying, bro. Like, that's not fair that they could find. They asked him a question, and like him being an analyst, which is what he's doing right now, is being an analyst. It's not like he's saying come to the Warriors. Right, but, that, like, but, but that's, he was that's like, what bro, the press like, does, though. That's my point. Like, that's that's, that's, that's so why, trash, like, even though Jalen got up and left, and I agree with you, Dylan, he shouldn't have got up and left. I can understand it because he probably was two questions away from really saying what it is. Because, like, at the end of the day, Jalen right. Ramsey is at least a top ten, a top fifteen corner in the league. He is, so but he should get. The thing is, oh, instead of what? leaving, listen, instead of leaving, I'm saying, that's why I said at least. I said at least. What's What's real easy I to do you. instead I of mean. leaving is just repeating this. Like you've seen these. There's video on video on video on video of guys with personality whooping the media's ass. Once they answer a question, they feel a certain way about it. If you feel that that's your answer and that's what you state yeah. and that's what it is. Then give him that shit again. And give him that shit again. It's true. And give him that that's shit what happened. Yeah, and that, and that's what happened. He said he said his answer, and then he doubled down, said the same answer a second time, and then like they kept trying to goad something else out of him. That's when he was like, no, 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 no. All right, y'all gotta chill out. Ben, do it again this, and again this, this, and again, yeah. and then sit there until they let you clear. I pull a Marshawn Lynch. Right. right. Pull a Marshawn Lynch. Facts. Stay, sit there, and stay in your little interview, and just keep saying my team and my agent are handling it. I'm focused on football. So what about it is like, well, you know, everything will get figured out. My team and my agent are handling it. I'm just focused on football. I'm playing for this team. Great organization. 
Yeah, well, how do you feel about your quarterback? Well, you know, he's a great guy. And, you know, I know they'll figure something out. But I'm just focused on football. Like, that's it. But that sad God no, shit. Not you, but that but he, sad but he, God but shit get, is annoying. He'll get to that. I think he'll get to that. He's he's coming around. Um, but you know the the situation is a little tense for him. He knows that this is a make or break year for him, regardless of what happens, and he needs to make sure that his check gets put. I mean, his check gets put on. So that that's ultimately that's ultimately what happens. You know what I'm saying? So you know we'll we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. And, you know, it's 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 right. just it's all about you know. Filling out the scenario and making sure you make the scenario fit best for you so you can get the most coin possible. So he'll learn. He's coming around. And, and I mean, at least he had a quiet year last year as far as it's about. So maybe it'll work out this year. Um, but speaking of scenarios, today is a very interesting day in NBA history in general. Man, you forgot. Because today Bro, you is... ain't talk about none of the trades that didn't happen. We got Lamar Miller. Or not trades, but picked up. Well, Lamar Miller is going to the Patriots, isn't it? Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, he's the biggest name. I mean, everybody else is kind of like. That's what I'm mm. saying. That's why I mentioned and, it. Everybody. I, it's gonna be interesting to see how it's gonna be interesting to see how he fits in. They're probably well, they did lose Bolden, so he'll probably just pick up Bolden's spot and and ball the fuck out. Right. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, hopefully. So, um, good pickup though. Um, as far as today's, you know, it's a final seeding game. Speaking of, I think the NBA is doing two different. Um, awards. Don't quote me on it yet. I think they're going to have your regular season awards and then they're going to have your bubble yeah. awards. Like player of so the year, your home bubble team or whatever. So, Dame looking like he, he's going for it. You know, and, and Woo, respect next, my week, boy. next week though, we're going to talk about the whole Dame and and, and um, uh, uh, Skip Bayless situation because I, I think it'll make for an interesting debate. I just want the whole situation to play out as is. But um, anyway, yeah. So the Eastern Conference is locked in, and after I'm done with all this, I'll say the playoffs for you guys and what they're looking like. But I just wanted to read off of this article for you guys. It's from SB Nation um, by uh, Ricky O'Donnell. Um, this is my first article I've read from him, but it was very uh, intuitive, and, and it broke down a lot of the situation. So um, so pretty much there's a play-in. There's going to be a play-in. It's going to be between number eight and number nine. Essentially, in this play-in, is going to be potentially best out of three. But here, well, best... Best out of two, I'm sorry. So if the number eight seed beats the number nine seed in the first game, that's it. Number eight seed is the number eight seed. However, yeah. so number eight, yeah, number eight yes, only needs one win. Needs number nine needs exactly. to win twice. So yeah. I think it's phenomenal. I think they need to bring that to regular season, if you ask me. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, so that. you have the number eight, number nine, number 10, number 11 teams, okay? So here's what we're looking like. Portland is number eight at 34 and 39. Memphis. And they're locked in at eight, right? Uh, yes. I think? They, well, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, they're they're well, locked in they're for locked the, in, for I the know they're locked in at eight or nine. They're locked in for the playing series. They're yeah, the only so they're team. either going to be yeah, eight or nine. Yeah. Memphis is at number nine at 33 and 39. Phoenix is at number 10 at 33 and 39. And San Antonio is at number 11 at 32 and 38. Now, I'm going to display for you how each team can make the play in series. Portland, the Blazers are in as the number eight seed if they beat the Nets on Thursday. That's it. They're good. They also get the number eight seed if the Grizzlies, Suns, and Spurs all lose. They all have to lose. The Blazers can still get the number nine seed if they lose. Well, if they lose to Brooklyn, so long as the two, as long as the Grizzlies and the Suns also lose on Thursday. So pretty much, the Blazers need to win. They need to win. That's it, because yeah. there's a potential chance 
that if they lose and all the other teams win, they can get skipped over. So Blazers need to win. The Memphis Grizzlies. To get the number eight seed, the Memphis need to beat the Bucks and have the Blazers lose to the Nets. The Grizzlies can still make the play-in series as the number nine seed if they lose to Milwaukee as long as the Suns and the Spurs lose as well. I hope you guys are seeing the trend now. Like the other two teams underneath them have to lose as well. The Suns, obviously they've been 7-0. They can still get number eight if they beat the Mavericks and the Blazers and Grizzlies both lose. Phoenix can get the number nine seed if the Blazers and the Grizzlies also lose and they win. So either way, if the other teams lose and they all they they, they pretty much got to win and watch and see what happens. Spurs, theirs is the biggest because you know they've been to the playoffs twenty two years in a row. So this is big. So what they have to do is they have to beat the Jazz and all the other three teams need to lose. To get the number nine seed, the Spurs have to win. And any two of the other three teams that we mentioned, the Sun, Grizzlies, or Blazers, two of those teams have to lose. So pretty much if you're looking at it, with the exception of the Suns, I believe, they need to win and two of the teams need to lose. So it's gonna so if all the teams win, pretty much Blazers and Grizzlies are in. If all the teams lose then it's going to be a little bit of brouhaha because I think in that in that sense, Blazers and the Suns might be in because they might jump over the Grizzlies. So today is a really interesting day to watch some basketball. So all those games that I just named, you've got pretty much Blazers against the Nets, Grizzlies against the Bucks, Suns against the Mavericks, Spurs against the Jazz. All of these teams are kind of tough to beat. I think the easiest road is really for the Blazers, honestly. Everybody else, you're playing. You're playing teams that are in the playoffs, so it's going to be interesting. So we'll pretty much we'll pretty much know yeah. today yeah. how the West is yeah. going to shake. So out. the East yeah. right now, the playoff picture for the East is the Bucks going up against the Magic, the Raptors going up yep. against the Nets, Celtics seeing the 76ers again. I think it's like three or four playoffs that they in a row that they played against each other. So That's right, and then you have yeah. the Heat going against the Pacers in the Western Conference right now. You have the Lakers going against whoever wins this play-in series. The Clippers going up against the Mavericks, which is upset alert. I just want to let people know. It's a lot more of an upset alert than you think. Watch that series. Nuggets against the Jazz, and then the Rockets versus the Thunder, which I also think, even though it's four versus five, Rockets are going to have their hands full. Well, yeah, especially without Russ. It's going to be... Because Russ, Russ about to miss yes, a few games, yes. they said. So it's going, to be, it's going to be very interesting to see how it plays out. Um, I don't really have any upset alerts really like that in the Eastern Conference. I think the four, the top four teams should get in relatively easily. Um, 76ers yeah. are scrappy, so they're going to give Celtics some fits. But I don't know if they have enough to get over the hump, especially with Simmons being hurt. Um, and I think Embiid is hurt a little bit too. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how, how everything pans out. Now, I'll tell you this much. If the Sixers do beat the Celtics without a fully healthy Embiid or Simmons, it's gonna they're gonna have to consider some changes. Just putting that out there. Um, but you know that's 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 essentially it for the NBA. Um, you know I, I feel like honestly, bro, I'm just looking forward to tonight. I'm gonna be watching all those games, um, and I, I'm excited, bro. I personally, so I'll ask you all this question before we transition over to underrated bars of fame. Out of those four teams, Blazers, 
Blazers, Grizzlies, Suns, Spurs. I'll ask y'all for two two different sets of teams. Who are the two teams you want to see in, and who are the two teams you think are going to get in? If it's the same, then it's the same. I want to see Blazers, and I want to see the uh, the Suns. Okay. Fuck it. And that's who I think will actually okay. get in there. And I think the Blazers. I think Blazers. All right, Ben. What about it. you, Dylan? All right. Um, I've got me personally. I've got the Blazers. I want to see the Blazers and the Suns. I do, um, just because I feel like whichever team wins, I think they're gonna give the Lakers some issues early. I don't think they. I don't think they'll beat the Lakers, but I think they'll expose some things in the Lakers. I kind of want to see the Lakers get all the way to the finals. So I think them playing a strong team in the first round matters. So them seeing like Dame and McCullough early is going to really test their perimeter defense, which has always been considered a weak point for that team. Um, Damn, bro. You wasn't even going to mention Melo, bro? Size Melo. I mean, well, well, it's not. Well, it's not no, I didn't try Melo. I know their front, court, their front court is solid. So I feel like although Melo's going to get no, the buckets, I, I mean, Melo's going to be guarded by either AD or LeBron. So they're both, they're both yeah, going to score. No, they're both kind of canceling each other out. It's just McCullum and, and Lillard is a problem. I mean, it, it really is. And, and they ain't got no Rondo. They ain't got no Avery Bradley. You know what I'm saying? They got, like, Deion Waiters and Caruso. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's going to be it's gonna be interesting to see. I, I think they're going to get tested a little bit. Um, what's crazy, I, I feel as though I can really see Memphis losing to the Bucks. I can really see Phoenix beating the Mavericks. I don't see the Spurs beating the Jazz. I got to keep it a buck. I see Portland winning, honestly. Portland's been playing solid ball. I, I see Portland Suns regardless. I think it's Portland, I think it's Portland Phoenix all the way through. What about you, Dylan? Uh, I want to see Ja. So I'm gonna say Portland Blazers. Just for Ja. Just for Ja's sake. You mean Portland and Memphis? Memphis, yeah. Okay. So you, you wanna see and you think that's what it's gonna be too? Um, well shit. Those are the teams I want to see based on these last matchups. It's not gonna happen because Jai and them are not about to beat Giannis, so probably it'll probably be Portland and the Suns. Love it. Actually, it might not. Love I can it. see the Suns losing to the Mavs too. Actually, so I could still. I can see that also, but I mean, in the same context, technically the Suns are not supposed to be seven and zero. That's kind of what I'm taking into context is they've been playing really good basketball. They've been playing phenomenal basketball, actually. That's why I'm like, it might carry through. Yeah, they haven't lost. You know what I'm saying? They haven't lost at all. And the Mavericks have been like up and down. So, you know, and I think that Phoenix's athleticism might be enough to get one over on Dallas. I, I do think that. And I think if Devin is going to be going one-on-one against Luka, I think they both cancel each other out. So now it's going to be on the rest of the teams to really like play ball. I mean, it's their second and time I think playing Phoenix them in the bubble. It's the second time playing them. Yeah, it's the second time. Yeah, they beat they beat the Mavs already. First time. So we'll yep, see. yep, and yep, yep. Exactly, exactly. All right, so um, I'm gonna transition to underrated bars of fame. I have a theme that I'm following. I don't think I need to say it, especially after I read these lyrics. But they're underrated bars of fame. Um, last week I did "Part Time Lover" by uh, Stevie Wonder, and this week I'm gonna do "Reasons." By Earth, Wind, and Fire. Hopefully, you guys are able to figure it out. All right. <clears throat> Reasons Earth, Wind, and Fire and Raider Bars of Fame. Now, 
I'm craving your body. Is this real? Temperatures rising. I don't want to feel. I'm in the wrong place to be real. Whoa, when I'm longing to love you just for a night, kissing and hugging and holding you tight, please let me love you with all my might. Reasons, the reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear our feelings won't disappear. Oh, and after the love game has been played, all our illusions were just a parade and all of our reasons start to fade. La 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 la, la 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 la, la 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 la, la 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 la, la 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 la, la la, oh. After all our reasons why, all our reasons were a lie. After all our reasons love was left aside. I'm longing to love you for one night. Please let me love you with all my might, baby, ooh, baby, yeah. Reasons, the reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear our feelings won't, they won't disappear. And after the love games has been played, all our illusions were just a parade and all the reasons start to fade. And in the morning when I rise, no longer feeling hypnotized, for no reasons, our reasons, our reasons had no pride. After all our reasons why, all our reasons were a lie. After all our reasons, love was left aside. Hey, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, baby. I can't find the reasons that my love won't disappear. Can't find the reasons why I love you, baby, my dear. Can't find the reasons want to love you all night. Can't find the reasons gotta squeeze you real tight. Can't find the reasons, baby, yeah, for my tears. Can't find the reasons why I love you. Why I need ya? Reasons. Earth, wind, and fire. Underrated bars of fame. Just letting y'all know that song. Mm. That song is a slide. That song is a slide. But. La, 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 la. Buddha, may you tell our fine folks where they can reach us on email? No. Do it now. Uh, ball sports podcast at what about on Twitter balls underscore what podcast what about Instagram balls underscore sports underscore what podcast. about Facebook and with that being said we are done for the hey like and, like and subscribe give us five easily. stars for the 150 second time we're, we're, we're finishing this up man appreciate y'all for listening to us y'all can be listening to any other sports podcast in the world but you're listening to us and we appreciate that <laughs> let's keep riding with us and we're gonna keep giving you great material to vibe to and ride to yes sir baby we out of here Salute. yeah bye host let's get away